Hello and welcome to the Self-Improvement Book Club with Rachel. Today we are back with the book, Seven Habits of Highly Effective People, because it's one of the greatest self-help books out there. And I am breaking it down habit by habit in order to not overwhelm anyone because it is a big book full of a lot of great, great content. But in the spirit of not being perfect, we can't do all seven habits at once. So habit one and two come together to help create habit three. So habit one says, you are the creator, you're in charge, you paint your life, you choose how you wanna be seen, how you want to use your values in this life. So you are the artist, paint your life. Habit two, is about the mental creation based on imagination, the ability to envision what you can become. And then we're at habit three today. And habit three is put first things first. So it's when habit one and habit two come together and putting what's most important first. So habit three is about life's management as well as your purpose value, roles, and priorities. Therefore, if you put first things first, you're organizing and managing your time and events according to your personal priorities you established in habit two. So let me break that down for you. Habit three is a little about willpower, the strength to say yes to the most important things you want in your life, and the power to say no, the strength to say no to less important things and to peer pressure. So not always following the crowd and doing what everyone else does. So if you want to think about it in a couple different ways, I will describe four different types of people. Person number one, I'll call the procrastinator, right? We've all done this. We procrastinated and not done something that we should be doing. So the procrastinator is addicted to urgency. This type of person likes to put off things and put off things until dun, 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 it becomes a crisis. And they like it that way because doing everything at the last minute gives a little rush, right? A little rush of adrenaline and that signals, hey, I can get things done. In fact, their mind typically doesn't kick into gear until there's an emergency. And this person typically thrives under pressure and may be a little bit addicted to stress. So putting things off like assignments at work, if you're in school doing your homework, cramming for a test. So this person may experience high stress, anxiety, burnout, and somewhat mediocre performance. And then you have what we call the prioritizer. This person uses their powerful habits of planning ahead. So this is someone that maybe mastered habit number three. They usually are on top of things. They do their assignments on time. They have stuff that they get done for work in their family life. Maybe if you're in school, at school. And they avoid the stress and burnout that comes from doing 
everything at the last minute. They may exercise in the morning to take care of themselves, put themselves first, and schedule time to do meaningful things that relax them. They learn how to say no to things they do not want to do, like someone drops by unexpectedly and invites them to a party, but they have really important things to do. They'll say, no thanks, I can't. And then this person is in control of their lives and their priorities, and they're constantly performing on higher levels because their life has balance. Now, balance is a a hard thing to achieve, Uh, not impossible, but I think it's constantly evaluating what our priorities are, which is habit three, and are we attending to what's truly important to us. So the prioritizer, like I explained, is someone that does plan ahead, but yet takes time for themselves, says no to things they don't want to do, and they put first things first. So then we have another example of someone, the yes person. These kind of fall into the people-pleasing types. And this is a type of person that I personally am trying to not be anymore because I have a tendency to people please. So this person says yes to everything. They're so hard trying to please everyone that they usually end up pleasing no one, including themselves. So they cave into peer pressure. They want to be liked. They want to be popular. They don't really necessarily want to stand out, but they just want to make sure everyone around them is comfortable. And this yes kind of lacks some self-discipline because they are pleasing everyone else and they're a doormat for people to wipe their feet on. So this again is about saying yes to everyone else and not saying yes to yourself, which then does lead to resentment and unhappiness in the long run. Then I have my excessive dopamine addicts. So they love anything in excess, like watching too much TV, too much sleep, too many video games, too much time on the web, on their phone, maybe too many drinks here and there. And they just love those dopamine hits of lots of pleasurable activities. But the downside is you're never doing the hard work and you often are seen as having a lack of responsibility. There's a lot of guilt that gets in there and you're kind of seen as flaky and you're not really happy with the direction of your life. So how can you be that person that is the prioritizer and puts first things first? Here are a few tips. Number one is simply identify your priorities. You can do this weekly, daily, monthly. You can even plan it out long-term. But ask yourself this, what are the most important things in your life? What do you want to achieve? Once you know your priorities, you can start making decisions on how to allocate your time and energy. And a great tool, and I'm still working on this so hard myself, is using a planner. So taking a few minutes out of your day to plan your priorities each day is super helpful. What tasks need to be done? What can I delegate? 
Once you have a plan, you can start working on those priorities. Now, you must eliminate distractions, which in this time of our world with all this technology is so hard. So it's important to eliminate any unnecessary distractions like social media, turning off your phone, time blocking, closing your email, and finding a good quiet place to work. But do not forget to take breaks. It's important to take breaks when you're working on your parties because it will help you stay focused and productive. A good rule of thumb is don't work super hard for more than 45 minutes without taking a break because our brain needs that break. Also, you must say no. It's so important to say no to requests that are not aligned with your priorities. For me, I think this is the hardest thing to do is to say no and disappoint people and just tell them you can't help them because I I love to help, but you can't help everyone. You can't help everything without throwing your whole day off. So why is this so important? Because you'll be more productive with things that you want to focus on. You will be less stressed because you're not constantly juggling multiple tasks and you will just plain be more satisfied with your life because when you're working on what you love, your goals and what's fulfilling to you, it's so satisfying. Now, I want to take a minute to talk to all my people pleasers out there because I am trying to recover from people pleasing. So what is people pleasing? It is the act of putting the needs of others before your own, even when it comes to your own expense. And I know we hate the word selfish. We all don't want to be these selfish little creatures that take and take and take and never give. And that's not what I'm saying. Your needs are just as important as everyone else's. Because trust me, you're going to constantly get requests. And sometimes, yes, we'll feel obligated. It's our mother or our father and they need something from us. And I mean, they gave birth to us. So why wouldn't we say yes to them? So sometimes you will say yes to things because you feel obligated and you care about the person even when you don't want to do it. But there is a fine line of doing this constantly versus why are you saying yes all the time? Is it an underlying feeling of I need everyone to like me because if they don't like me or if I'm not needed, then I'm not important. So it could be a fear of standing up for yourself. So really dig deep and say, hey, I'm going to pause before I say yes to this and really understand why I'm saying yes if I don't want to do it. And just pause and try to understand the fears, the needs underneath it so that you can say yes to yourself more often. And it can help to do a few things Number one is set boundaries. Boundaries with people mean saying no to requests that you don't want to do. And again, standing up for yourself. Sometimes with boundaries, we have to set them again and again, especially when we're changing and getting out of the habit of people pleasing because people expect you to not change, my friends. And that's why change is so hard. Because people expect you to keep 
being who you are because that's what they want you to be. (sighs) Yes, so change is hard because people will push back. And that's why setting boundaries again and again is so important. I cannot talk to you in my work hours. I cannot do this for you at this time. You know, I would love to help you if X, Y, and Z are met, like whatever your boundaries are, figure them out with each person that you have a relationship with and start to set them. And be assertive, not aggressive, assertive. You can be polite while speaking up for yourself. And some great benefits come along with starting to put yourself first and realizing people that are worth being in your life will still care and respect you if you set boundaries and say no to them. Number one is you'll be more confident when you put your needs first. You'll start to feel confident in yourself and you'll have more time for yourself. When you stop saying yes to everything, you will actually do things that are more important to you. And that just makes you happier because you start living your life for you and you're more fulfilled. Now, it does also help, again, to use a planner to put first things first. So some fun tips I love is personally color coding things. This will quickly help you see which tasks are most important for that day. And again, I think planning is a combo of short-term and long-term planning. You can also do fun things like using different symbols to represent different tasks, like maybe a symbol for family time versus work time versus maybe creative projects that you like to do. And you can use the planner in many different ways if you're more of a paper and pen type actually get a physical planner that you write in versus maybe you're someone that likes to plan on your calendar that you see every day on your computer. So figure out what works for you. I think one of the hardest things is if you have a physical planner, like do you keep it in the same place every day? Do you have some kind of routine where you go down and use it? And again, it helps to break up different areas that you may have a priority in life for. For example, if your priority is to get promoted, you may focus on completing projects that will impress your boss. If your priority is spending more time with your family, you may schedule regular family dinners or outings. If you have a need to get into shape, you may set aside time each day to exercise. But all of these priorities may be important to you. So how do you do them all at once? Well, that's where balance comes into play. It's noticing there's certain times in your life where certain parts may be a little bit more important. Like if you really want that promotion at work, talk to your family and say, I'm going to be working a little late for a couple weeks let's schedule more family time after this month and make sure we balance that out. So again, don't beat yourself up and try to be perfect and balance each area of your life perfectly because it's just not possible. But looking at your priorities means 
Some things come first at some points, other things come second, third, and so on. But we have to give up things. We can't do it all and do it all well. So what can you give up? What are you willing to sacrifice? And again, I'm going back and letting you know, it may be saying no to other people's requests that you don't want to do. It may be giving up something in your life that does not serve you anymore. And that takes you soul searching to figure out what that something is. So hopefully you took away something from habit number three, putting first things first, from the book, Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. Have a wonderful week. Keep reading, keep learning, keep growing. You are worth it, my friends.